Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hey, hey, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, episode 316. Happy New Year. I'm Sanjay Parekh. And I'm Adam Walker. And uh, we took a few weeks off to uh, rest and relax and for me to get the flu. And um, <laughs> now we're back with more articles than I believe I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, we're going to try to go through these in a reasonable time frame. So, yeah, um, so uh, buckle up. It's going to be three hours of yeah. catching up wow. over what happened. I mean, it's the last two weeks. so many things that have happened the last few weeks uh, in the technology sector. So let's uh, let's just dive in. Uh, by the way, we have a ton of weird and wacky too, which is always a fun section. Too. So I know it's going to be so, so good too. Yeah, there's especially that last one. I'm kind of amazed by it. So yeah. All right. Uh, starting out, Google yep. Maps is ditching cloud-based location history for a mo- more private solution. And then I'll, I'll add to that just yep. to piggyback. Google uh, second article. Google just killed warrants to give police access to location data. So. Uh, Google is going to allow your location history to be stored locally on your device instead of in the cloud, which is more secure. And they're going to give some more, I think, options to delete that information more quickly as well, which is great. And privacy advocates everywhere rejoiced. Uh, This is awesome. For all the times that I have dinged on Google and Apple and all of these companies for doing things that are not pro-privacy, this is the exact opposite. And, and I wonder what this is motivated on. Is it really they're like, okay, we're just tired of having to deal with all these subpoenas. And so we're just going to save ourselves money. And the amount of money that we make on knowing people's location is outweighed by the, the expense of dealing with these subpoenas. Yeah. We're just going to save it on your own device and not or, have access to it anymore. I mean, or maybe they're kind of like reading the tea leaves and going, this is maybe. what consumers want. We need to get in line with what consumers want, even if yeah. it's not you know, going to make us as much money. And that's what they decided to do. So, I mean, more power to them. I, and I've been seeing a lot of that, too, with uh, some of the tech wrecks that I've made in the past yeah. uh, around home automation, where a lot of them focus on local only privacy focused kind of home automation stuff. Right, um, right. I think there is more and more of a push into that. And I think we're going to see that more and more as we go forward. Yeah. Speaking of which, our next article, Intel's core ultra CPU are here and they all come with silicon dedicated to AI. So We've been talking about AI. Now, Intel is pushing out chips that will let you run AI locally. Yeah. So you're not reliant on the cloud. And so you can do some fancy things uh, locally. I'm a fan of this. I think this could be pretty incredible. Yeah. And it had like more parts of the chip dedicated to like low power stuff too, uh, I think, as well, which was kind of interesting as well. Uh, So, I mean, it, it was like a what? 19% 19% performance improvement? Is that what it said? Something like that, Something, yeah. It was a pretty decent it's, performance it's improvement. It's been a while too. since I've read this yeah. article now. We've been collecting these articles, by the way, uh, listeners, yeah. over the last two weeks when True. we yeah. weren't recording. So that's so why we have lots. so many yeah. uh, so many today. All right, so uh, next up, Apple announces a new, quote, contingent pricing feature for App Store subscriptions. So this is something I'd never really thought of. So basically what it allows uh, an Apple, or like, like an App Store person to do is say, oh, if you have this subscription with our company, then you can get this secondary subscription at a contingent pricing option. So it's a discounted option, which actually makes a lot of sense and gives a lot more pricing flexibility within the app store, which I think is really smart. Yeah. Also, you could potentially partner up with another developer and say, if you buy ours, you also get theirs at a discounted price or you get the bundle together. Um, So I think it unlocks some, some flexibility, but it's interesting to me that they're doing this because obviously what is 
probably driving this, I would imagine, is they're starting to see a slowdown in growth of revenue from mm, apps. And yeah. so they're trying to figure out ways to increase that for, de- I mean, it, obviously it's good for developers yeah. to be able to have that flexibility, but I think the the larger trend is probably for the app store and for Apple is that they're starting to see a slowdown of, of revenue growth from this. So yeah, yeah. they're trying to, to amp that up. Yep. Talking about something else that's getting amped up. First 150 kilowatt hour semi-solid state battery range test clocks 653 miles on a charge as it's streamed live from NIO ET7, um, which is, I think, the car that they put this in. Yeah. Uh, I, yep. I don't really know what that car is. I don't but, know what that is, yeah. But a solid state battery being able to go 600 plus miles is but it was uh, it was 12, I think 12 hours of driving. Yeah. And when they finished, there was still 3% battery left. So <laughs> right. it's like they, they left some gas in the tank, as it were there, you know, like you probably could have gone a couple more miles. Some so. electrons in the battery yeah, is probably more yeah. like it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I meant. You know so what the, I meant. so yeah. the car, the car, uh, the, the driver pooped out before the car did is essentially. Yeah, I, mean, what I, listen, I mean, I'll tell you right now, like there's no road trip that I'm ever going to take where I'm going to be like, hey, I would like to drive more than 12 hours before taking a significant rest. Like that's yeah. never going to happen. So like, this is like, this is the end of what, what do they call it? The, uh, the, 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 what's the angst, the mileage angst or what for EVs? Yeah, range, uh, range anxiety. Yeah, this is the end of range anxiety right here. Like that yeah. is it for me. If I can go 12 hours, I'm set. I'm good to go. Yeah. I, I got to take 12 hours off at that point. There, there's no road trip I have ever been on that I've, driven that long without stopping i mean we, we've gone i think car. we've actually done 15 before uh but you stopped for gas limb. oh yeah, right? yeah 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 no no, no right? of course yeah yeah stop for gas yeah 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 so yeah that's true i guess like, you'd stop and like maybe stop for two hours to charge or something somewhere in there right I like i mean yeah. i've done i've yeah. done yeah i've probably done 15 hours in a stretch too but with multiple yeah. drivers not by myself right um I, w- just stopping for gas right but yeah, that's that's pretty much the end of it. It's like it's I'm crazy, not going to do much more than that because everybody's going to be tired at the end of that. Oh so. man, exhausted and grumpy and mean. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, these hot rocks can glow brighter than the sun. They can also help spell the end of fossil fuels. So, uh, so uh, like, wait, you tag this. Uh, tell me more about this. What, like, what, what is this about exactly? Yeah. So, so basically, it's Rock a way to batteries? to <laughs> what's that? It's like a rock is a thermal battery, basically. Right, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it's All a way right. to store energy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, these rocks uh, that can go up to about 1600 degrees Celsius. Holy smokes. Uh, which is almost 3000 degrees Fahrenheit and basically store energy um, in a very small amount of space. Okay. Uh, and do this ongoing so they okay. can cool and heat and cool and heat and back and forth and uh, they don't really degrade over time. And so um, huh. it's a great thing because if you think about it, and we I think we've talked about this before, solar power is great unless it's at nighttime right. when it doesn't really work so well. Uh, right. Right. Wind power is great uh, unless, unless there's no windy. wind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a few things keep going all the time, like hydroelectric. Right. You know, rivers generally keep flowing unless there's a drought and right. then they get a little bit less. So, right. so all of these things kind of need to be managed. And so when there's a lot more energy than you can use, you need some place to store it. And people have tried doing things of like moving water from place to place and using gravity as the way of storing this stuff. But this right. seems like a, a much better solution than any of those. Interesting. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, solar plant panels, uh, a new technology can rejuvenate 
and extend the life of solar panels. I I, I got to confess, it never even occurred to me that like solar panels eventually stop working. Like I like I just don't have enough experience with them at all to know that. And so like, which actually kind of scares me even more towards like, would you want to put them on your house? Because then if they crap out after however many years, like this is exciting because you could rejuvenate them potentially, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, all all solar cells will degrade over time, and it right. makes sense. They're sitting out in the sun, baking, baking. yeah, <laughs> all yeah. day long. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Yeah, and so you know, over time, uh, just because of the 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 way that they work, they'll kind of degrade, and uh, this performance drop apparently can be mitigated by some kind of I don't really fully understand what it is, but it's something that they're coating on top of. The solar cells okay. that will, and I think what they said, what is it, fifteen percent or something, will get come back, uh, wow. treatment and recover up to five percent of their lost field performance. Okay, well, so it's better than nothing. Better than nothing. And hopefully, it get better over time. Exactly. So it's it's probably only the beginning, uh, but hopefully, we also get to the point where we do have solar cells that maybe don't die over yeah. time and degrade okay. over time. So we'll hmm. see. Nice. Next up, uh, something that's not related to energy, uh, except for the energy of media. Uh, what would Warner Brothers Discovery Paramount merger mean for cable TV? Some networks would likely be sold off. One thing I think it would mean, and there's been discussion of this, is that CNN, or, or actually I think CNN is already going to streaming, right? And I think it would be merged into all of this. Yeah, uh, maybe so. I forget. It's, it's, they tried a streaming play and then they then they dropped it. And now I'm not sure what they're doing with streaming right now. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I like I mean, it's interesting um, I, to me. There's already way too many networks and platforms and everything like it's just a huge. I mean, honestly, like when I was, you know, I was sick with the flu over <laughs> the holiday and it's like, what should I watch? And it's like, what? Well, where are the 16 different places that I can watch things? Let me go log into all of them. And like, it's yep. just such a pain in the butt. It's like, you needed my tech rec of today, which is going to come up in a little bit. Okay. But, okay. But, but to help with this, but I've got the exact same thing. I've got Paramount Plus. Yeah. I've got Max. Yeah. I've got Netflix. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, uh, Hulu. I got. The, I got, I got I got one more yeah. that I can't remember now. I got YouTube TV to watch. Oh, I got football. Peacock. Yeah, got got that. Yeah, I've got also Apple TV, Disney Plus. Oh, I, mean, I got like, Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's it's it's, it's and I, I know for sure I'm forgetting one or two like right now. Like yeah, I, like I don't even. It's, it's oh insane. Amazon Prime. I got yeah, Amazon oh, yeah. Prime. Amazon too. Prime. Yeah, it's crazy. So, all right, yeah. uh, moving on. Uh, last one in this segment. Uh, this is kind of cool. Atlanta suburb becomes first to test underground consumer delivery system. So, you know, realizing that Uber Eats is maybe not all that practical. I mean, like it, it and if you think about it, it's really not all that practical, but like maybe uh, sticking a burrito from Taco Bell in the uh, underground delivery system and taking it in a tube near your house makes sense? Question mark. I don't know. Um, so I hate to be a naysayer on an Atlanta startup, but this doesn't feel scalable. Is that what this is that doesn't the make any sense to me? I heard about yeah. this months ago yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. And maybe it's just, I'm not smart enough, it, but basically they burrowed a tunnel yeah, underground did, yeah. between a location and, and this office park. The problem is that's not dynamic. You can only yeah. go between those two places. Yeah. Right. And so right. if I'm not that like, 
the cost and expense doesn't make any well, sense. Like a, a drone in the sky makes much more sense to me. That's true. Than that's for sure. A sure. Tunnel yeah. underground. And wasn't this in? It, didn't it? Didn't they test this out in Peachtree? Peach, oh no, Peachtree Corners. Peachtree Corners. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking it was Peachtree City. Okay, Peachtree Corners. Got it. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I don't. I don't. I don't think it really. I, I think it's interesting. And I think if you were to build a city from scratch, yeah, today. From like blank land, not that there is such a thing, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like empty, no buildings, whatever, no infrastructure. So Montana. Yeah, then like, then maybe this makes sense. Like go ahead and go start with a grid of sewers and a grid of delivery tunnels. Like maybe that makes sense. But like in an existing city, like, I don't know, almost everywhere in the world like this, I don't, I don't see how this makes any sense. So. Yeah, and, and what I like, I wonder what the cost per foot was uh, for oh doing this, it's, it's got, because you've got to avoid, you've yeah. got to avoid all the utilities. All you've got to avoid all like, the sewers, you know, all, all the stuff, yeah, all of the stuff that we've already layered in there. Yeah. And then you've got to deal with environmental concerns of stuff and things like that. And by the way, Hyperloop as a company has just gone bankrupt. We didn't yeah. tag an article about this, but this happened yeah. not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. So the company that, by the way, nobody is talking about the fact that this is an Elon Musk idea. They're just talking right. about like, oh, hyper. It's yet another one of his ideas that has failed. Right. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, this is True. about people and a lot of money and a lot of energy went behind this and it's gone. It's gone. And yeah. yet you think a tinier tunnel just delivering goods is going to make it? Hey, listen, speaking like, of things that are going to make it, why don't you share the next article? <laughs> <laughs> Another transportation thing, Bird, an electric scooter company, files for bankruptcy. So wah, this is wah. not this is not dissolution bankruptcy. This is reorganization no. because they're yeah. like, we've got too much debt. We need to get rid of it. Yeah. Hey, let's get rid of it this way. Yeah. So I mean, uh, they're still in 300 cities. They're still, you know, operating. Um, I, I mean, I think the scooter rage is is past us at this point. I think they're helpful devices in limited capacity, but uh, I I don't see them being a billion dollar company ever. I I still see people doing dumb stuff on well, scooters, yeah. and so yeah, yeah. yeah but like I, the fan. the problem with your statement is you could stop it before on scooters, right? Like I still see people that's, doing dumb stuff. Like that's I mean true. that's I mean YouTube's full of people that just can't even walk straight. So you know, like, <laughs> full full of people doing dumb stuff. Yeah, full of yeah. So, all right. Uh, speaking of dumb stuff, Rite Aid's quote reckless use of facial recognition got it banned from using the technology in stores for five years. So here, the backstory on this is Rite Aid was using facial facial recognition to scan every customer that came in, and they were using it to identify problematic customers or, or customers that were going to potentially shoplift or whatever else. And what they were doing was they were using that facial recognition to alert the, the store employees. And then the employees would proactively kick people out of the store before they nice. did anything. The problem is it's, it's recognizing the wrong people and it's, uh, which we've it, talked about so but, many times. Well, and it was in particular recognizing people of color much as much more problematic than other people as well, which is, I mean, again, we've talked about so many times, like, so, I mean, it's problematic on every level and you know, now they can't use it because they got sued and they're dumb. They're dumb. Yeah. People, so, yeah. Um, it, it should be yeah. longer than five years. It should be like in, forever. In like you can't use view. facial recognition ever, ever again. Yeah. Um, it it yeah. should also be the, uh, those Madison square garden people for real, uh, for, for doing that real. thing with those lawyers that we talked I about I don't so know, a year ago. So crazy. So, so 
Yeah. yeah. Somebody else that's given up on their dreams. Beeper is giving up on its iMessage dream. Uh, Apple blocked them soon after they launched this thing. I don't know if we talked about this. And now they're like, well, yeah, yeah. we're going to spend our time on other things now because so, this is dumb. So here's the question I have. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, how did they not see this coming? Like, I don't like it. Like anybody that knows anything about Apple knows like they have this idea. They're sitting there. They're sitting around a room, you know, sitting in beanbags because that's what you do in startups. And and they have this idea <laughs> like, hey, we can create an app that'll give iMessages on Android phones. That's a great idea. Like somebody in the room has to think, go, no, Apple's going to block that for sure. We shouldn't spend millions of dollars and tons of time developing that because it's going to be pointless within days. Like, yeah, somebody should have said that, right? Like, am I am I crazy I, here? I, I'm thinking somebody probably did, but uh-huh. the alternate was we're going to get a lot of press for doing this and yeah. getting blocked. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, may, maybe, may, then maybe. people will know yeah. about us and yeah. use us for the actual thing that we're known for. That's true. Which is combining all the messaging. Maybe. Right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That might I, be true. That might I, be true. I, I, yeah. I think it was a smart move on their part as a marketing yeah. ploy. It's a PR it's, marketing It's the play. same reason why yeah. I think a lot of people go and apply and get on Shark Tank. They're not mm. actually there for a deal. They're that's there true. to They're be there on the TV. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. So there hmm. you go. All right. Uh, next up, how to stop Dropbox from sharing your personal files with OpenAI. So we, we talked about this before. Uh, personal file, like it only shares them if you use the Dropbox AI features. And so don't use those and then just go and toggle off and say that you don't want to use the AI features. Like it's not a big deal. So (laughs) that's basically it. That's how you do it. So now we'll talk about what Apple has actually been spending their time on, or maybe the reason why they spent time on iMessage because they don't have Mm, time for this. Uh, Apple has halted watch series nine and ultra two online sales in the U S but there's a new wrinkle to this. They, actually did not stop it because the ruling was halted. So this oh, is a whole okay. patent dispute with Ma- right. Massimo, 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 one of these somebody, fancy watch somebody, makers. one of those people. Yeah, fancy watch people that I don't have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but apparently it goes deeper than that. It's not just a patent dispute. Apple hired one of their engineers oh, and no. there's actually a trail of emails about this. Supposedly didn't bring over anything, but the Massimo is like, this guy couldn't have known any of this stuff without having ever worked for us. Uh. So there had to been something. He only apparently worked at Apple for about a year or two because he was uh, not great to work with. Mm, Um, Okay. Apparently, like he was kind of a a, a deal. And so it was Mm, rough going and, and they moved on from him. But Massimo saying that they've violated the patents and therefore it's patent infringement. Their products can't be moved into the country. Uh, one of the courts said, yeah, and then somebody else stated and whatever. So I don't honestly know what the situation is right now. Um, okay. It's it's related to the kind of the EKG functionality oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> so right now that may or may not work on your watches depending on the situation of this thing. But I think, Interesting. and I'm sure Apple is trying to figure out a way to work around it so that they hmm. can do it without infringing on the patents. So there right. we go. There we go. All right. Next up, uh, electro cooling material makes solid state fridge viable. So, um, this was really interesting. Cause I, I don't know that I really understood how refrigeration like works. 
And, and, and I never really understood like why, like, like that it could only get so small before it didn't work. Right. So like yeah. you, you just explain it. I'm going to stop talking now. So, yeah. So first of all, by the way, th- this article annoys me because okay. we just bought new fridges and I'm like, Oh, yeah, this, but this is isn't going to be ready for, for some years, man. You're I know. Not, you're not going to want to buy. You don't want to be first gen on this, okay? Probably that's not. not. That's not what you want. So a so. uh, little, little background. So uh, this is a little bit of uh, thermodynamics for our listeners and for you too, Adam. Awesome. But, uh, Appreciate that. Basically, a, a refrigerator works using a compressor. So you've got a gas that's in there, a refrigerant. Yeah. Um, so it used to be the Freon and things like that. We don't allow Freon anymore because... It's got chemicals that destroy the ozone layer. So there's uh, freon, CFC free freons okay. uh, or ref- refrigerants that are used now. Uh, so basically when a gas like this goes from one size, like expands or contracts, it will either gain or lose energy. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially what happens, right? A, a gas is kind of pushed through these tubes and uh, it is squeezed down and then it expands. And in that expansion, it absorbs energy. And so it cools those mm. coils. And that's why on one side, you've got heat dumping out because you're basically just transferring the heat from one place to another. Got it. Using this refrigerant. Right. The problem with refrigerants is over time, they will leak out. Things will happen. Um, they're kind of a pain to deal with. And then if you do have a leak, you've got to recharge it. You've got to seal the leaks, mm. you know, all of those kinds of things. So right. a solid state refrigerant system like this would use a electrical system that basically charges plates and one side would be hot. One side would be cold and that would work. You have no gases to ever leak or lose. Right. It is a lot more controllable and manageable to Hmm. a fine degree than a gas going through a pipe is. Right. So you could do some really interesting things like you could actually have refrigeration all throughout the fridge instead of just in one place where the blower is blowing, which is the problem that you always have where it's like, if I put food here, it freezes, but the rest of the fridge is fine. Right. Right. Yeah. So you could finally disperse that cooling mechanism throughout the fridge to make it a lot more efficient. Right. So Hmm. there's some really interesting things that I think could happen with this. Um, But like you mentioned, it's going to be a little bit of time before this is available to the rest of us. All right. Cool. All right. uh, Next up uh, in a really interesting article, NASA mission lines up to, quote, touch the sun. Though, so we're going from cooling to super hot. Yeah. It, and, and But I'm not sure touch the sun is exactly the right word there. Because like, so a couple things. Uh, apparently it's going to travel at a speed of 435,000 miles per hour, which is pretty amazing. Uh, it's going to pass the sun on December 24th this year. And it's going to get within, I want to say, what does it say? Uh, 3.8 million miles from the sun's surface. So I feel like 3.8 million miles and touching are not quite the same uh, there. Except okay. that is 4% of the distance of Earth to the sun. That's true. So it's true. pretty close. It's real close compared to where it, where we're at. That, that's true. And I mean, I, I, I'm amazed that they think this thing's not going to melt on, on you know, uh, Apparently, whatever, it's got touch. a huge, thick uh, heat shield on it. Yeah. Um, and that's why they say they can't get it any closer because any closer and the shadow of the heat shield would be less and the back of the um, the vehicle or the, the just melt. satellite would just yeah, gone. It would be intolerable temperatures back there, um, which I'm like, OK, already it's pretty it feels pretty intolerable to me already. Yeah. The, um, the other thing I didn't know 
is apparently the surface of the sun is, you know, a, a toasty 6,000 degrees centigrade. Right. But outside of the sun, it can hit up to a million yeah. degrees centigrade. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you would think that the surface would be the hottest and then no. it would cool as it goes down. Like, yeah. no, no. No, no, it's, it's not. Cool, and then it gets super hot yeah. and then it gets cool again. And yeah. it's like, I mean, I think your weird. definition of cool being 6,000 degrees Celsius <laughs> might be It's a relative little, cool. It's debatable, I'm just saying, you it's know. It's a relative yeah. cool. Yeah, cool is Compared relative. to a million degrees, 6,000 is it's like frigid. That's uh, a fair... <laughs> Six thousand is frigid. <laughs> That's like, man, get the coat out. It's it's only six thousand degrees out here. Yeah, um, there you go. So there you go. Okay, there we go. And uh, as you're doing your travels and you realize you need some new antibiotics, uh, AI's got you covered. AI discovers the first new antibiotic in over sixty years. Nice. So AI is going to save us before it kills us. I mean, that's great. You know, we need we need new antibiotics is the old ones, you know, stop working and stuff and super viruses and bugs and not viruses. Super, super, super bacteria. Yeah, super bacteria. Yeah. Come around. So awesome. We do do have super viruses, too. And that's true, too. Antibiotics are not going to help us for that. But yeah, apparently this will work against some of these uh, uh, antibiotics or these uh, strains of MRSA, you know, staph infections that are. Uh, resistant to standard antibiotics. So nice. hopefully we will, the, the one I hope I have for this is that we very much control access to these antibiotics. Yeah, right. So they don't get overused. <laughs> right. And then we're like, oh, now we have a new thing that's new problem. Uh, resistant to yeah. this new thing that right. we've got. So, Speaking of uh, new things, Wi-Fi 7 signals the industry's new priority, stability. So Here's my question to you, Sanjay. Uh-huh. I've got a very old Wi-Fi mesh network. Uh, should I hold out for Wi-Fi 7? Is that is that the next, like, is that a good good thing for me to wait on? So, you know, I read this article and I was like, huh. So I've got Wi-Fi 6 uh, in at least one device. Uh, 7, I was like, okay, the, the new thing with 7 is you're going to be able to use the 2.5, the 5 gigahertz, and the 6 gigahertz simultaneously across okay. the device right. so it can kind of share in, across all of those but right at the end of the article they're like yo by the way we're starting to work on uh you know we're already working on wi-fi 8 and i'm like oh, man I, that's the, that's what i hate about technology it's Do like I as wait? soon as you buy it you're you're yeah. totally out of luck you know so it's like yeah. i think the answer for you is if it's fast enough right now for you and you don't see any issues hold out as long as you can mm, okay yeah so Depending on Got what it. your internet speed is, uh, if your Wi-Fi is able to keep up with it's it. It's good enough. It's good enough. Yeah. If you're yeah. not seeing any issues, I wouldn't go out and upgrade. There's no security benefits that I, I could see yet. Right. Um, the only thing is around speed. And so, you know, there's always going to be another one. There's going to be a Wi-Fi 9 and there's going to be a <laughs> 10 be after that. And, right? uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so wait for 27 for as long Got as it. you can. All right. Um, do. somebody else that's, uh, that's waiting, uh, YouTuber, Mr. B says no to Elon Musk's invite to post on X. Why did I say X? Twitter post on Twitter? <laughs> My videos cost a million. So the thing that I didn't know the most of the year is his videos cost millions. Is it like the production okay. or no. the thing that they're doing? Yeah, all of it. So like, he's, he's a fascinating dude. So he's the, He's the se- first or second biggest YouTuber. I forget which now. And uh, second most followed YouTuber. Okay. And literally. Oh, no, no, no. He's not. Somebody yeah. else. The second most followed YouTuber earned $54 million in 2021. Yeah. So, but he makes, he makes millions and millions off of some of his videos, the ones that hit. Yeah. And then he literally rolls 
all of that money, like a hundred percent of it into more videos. And yep. so like, he just, so, so yeah, I mean, they like, I mean, some of, some of them cost millions, I think in production value, some of them cost millions in terms of like giving away tons of money or doing crazy stuff. Like, I mean, he does all kinds of wild stuff where he's like buying a house and doing all this crazy stuff with it. And I mean, it's just wild. So, um, so yeah, he, basically he said like Elon tweeted at him and was like, Hey, why don't you put your videos on, on X, whatever. And, uh, Mr. Beast was like, yeah, um, the monetization, like he's like, I, I need to make the money from YouTube to spend on more videos. I can't right. do it. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like that's giving away stuff for free and not making the money on it. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, um, yeah, there you go. So turn him down uh, flat. there, there you go. Yeah. He basically said to the richest dude in the world, uh, sorry, but you can't afford me. <laughs> Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. First up in weird and wacky, the McAllisters are one percenters. Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago determines the wealth of the home alone family. Dude, this the is so great. Subtext is so here great. is the economists at the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago have nothing else to do, apparently. Yeah. They run out of stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I think and people have speculated for years, like, that they've got to be super wealthy because they're taking all of these people to Paris for right. Christmas, which like, come on, who does that? But like what they, what they calculated <laughs> is that in order to afford just this one house, just the, just to afford the house itself, they would have had to have a family household income in 2022 of $665,000. Like that's a, that's a lot. Like <laughs> that's a lot. That's, that's a lot. So, yeah. Um, so in, in yeah. 1990, they would have had to be earning $305,000. Yeah. And then they also look at Zillow estimates in 2022 that the house is worth $2.4 million. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. they said that's uh, no reason, no wonder why the thieves, uh, you know, played by Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, targeted that house to rob I mean, in the film. Because, God, so much. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize they were taking 15 family members yeah. to Paris yeah. and they left Kevin. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's how they. I mean, it's easy to leave somebody when you got to take fifteen people in the and in in like the airport vans can't like what is it since when is that even a thing like what is like what's that about like <laughs> airport what, vans that's still yeah, a thing is it a thing I've never seen it I've never I, ridden an airport it's, van it's I've never definitely an airport a thing. van come pick me up personally to take me to the airport like that's not happened to me yeah, before it, so. I've I've ridden in an airport van before yeah? not not okay. in Atlanta from your house home. though. No, like, no, not from, not from my house, but yeah, I've done like, it in other places. Yeah, like to like a hotel for sure, but like yeah, to but your you, personal house, you can get it to your house. I I know a lot of people in DC do that. That that okay. is a thing there. Well, uh, people in DC are so, probably one percenters too. So. That, well, that might be true, but <laughs> so why are they taking vans? I don't know. So I got to ask you: you yeah. have way more humans in your family than I yeah, do, right? Have you ever forgotten one? No, but but there is that terror on a pretty regular basis. Like you get in the you get in the car and you realize like, oh crap, I haven't heard from this one in a while. And you're like, hey, are you back there? And then like, then you kind of wait and like pray that they say something. And then like, then they finally speak like, oh god, okay, thank you. You know, like it's so you yeah. 
You you don't have like a family countdown like one two three four five six seven. I mean, seven? I'm sort of mentally always looking around and counting. That that's for, that's a that's for sure a thing. But like there again, like we have one that's in, that in particular it's very quiet, and so yeah. and then we have others that are very loud. So the very loud ones you don't ever worry about. You always know they're right. around. But the right. very quiet one, you're like, oh crap, I got to make sure we got this one. I, so. I, I would have thought you would have done like a you know everybody count down or count out like one like you, you start should. at one or you your wife should. starts at yeah. one and then two yeah. and. And then yeah. if, if you don't hear the person in front of you, then you, you don't do and your in, number. You got to wait for the one. And yeah. then, so you only yeah. have to listen for seven at the end of it. So, all right. Uh, speaking of counting down um, <clears throat> early Mickey mouse now belongs to everyone. So of course there is a meme token. So the uh, steamboat Willie Mickey mouse just came under public domain and somebody decided to make a meme token out of it so that more people can flush their money down the toilet for no good reason. So, yeah. um, Okay. It was uh, it was worth $6,500, and I haven't looked it up. Uh, that was the market cap. The market cap was $6,500. It wasn't. Well, it was well, a pretty, it started. Pretty, low, pretty low market cap. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, I, it's a silly, goofy thing. Whatever. That's fine. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I wonder what Dis- Disney fought this for the longest time. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they're still going to be vigilant to make sure nobody's doing Oh, they made that very clear. They're going to defend other iterations of Mickey right. Mouse. Like, they made that very clear in the article. Like, okay, so just you can go after this one black and white version, but that's it. That's all you're going to get. So. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to keep iterating on Mickey Mouse to further extend. Oh, for like, sure. All the time. For right? sure they will. Yeah. yeah 100%. Makes sense. Uh, next up, ja- uh, Japan scientists create world's first mental images with AI tech. Uh, I feel like we've kind of talked we, about this we before, did. right? With and songs. We talked about the yeah. songs, right? And I feel like mental images might be a bit of a leap. Um, the image that I'm looking at sort of looks like uh, <laughs> almost like a an eyeless camel. Uh, That's what I know? was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like a camel with no features on its face. You just or a got unibrow, a nose and ears. Yeah, a unibrow um, camel. Yeah. So I, and you know, I don't know. It's it's uh it's not there. I mean, it's it's interesting, but it's not there yet either. I mean, so. it got the ears and stuff at least. Yeah. So it knew you were thinking about something. Speaking of uh not being there, uh, I feel like this title is also a little misleading. Scientists say they conversed with a whale. And it uh, and it may be practice for aliens. So they say that they had a conversation with a whale for 20 minutes. When in fact, really, what they did was they recorded a whale sound, right. and then the next day they saw that same whale, and they're like, "Hey, let's play back this whale sound, but like modulated just a little bit." And they did that, and then the whale responded, and then they responded, and then the whale responded, and then they responded, and then the whale would kind of sometimes match their modulations and sometimes not. I don't know if I'd call that a conversation as much as like mimicry, but, yeah. uh, okay. And I got to wonder if one day we find out what the whale was actually thinking and be like, what are these idiots doing? They'd be like, like this they, boat they, is so dumb. Like they, what is happening? They don't you know? know what they're saying. Like, yeah. what language is this? They're yeah. doing this all wrong. So. Yeah. I, I just, I, it was, it's interesting, but it's not, I don't know. It's fine. It, it, Last up in the weird and wacky, 34 years later, a 13-year-old hits the NES Tetris kill screen. I had no idea this was a thing. I had no idea idea that people played Tetris competitively still. No idea. No idea. I didn't know so many things. Yeah. And like, I didn't know that like you could actually 
like get to the end of Tetris. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I didn't know there was a kill. It, 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 that, that, it reached, that's because you and I end on like level seven. I, uh, seven <laughs> might be generous, um, it, uh, but it, it reached the full capacity of the game where like the game literally just shut down because it couldn't go anymore. Um, which is pretty which amazing. Is, this is kind of weird to me, though, because you're celebrating the fact that you got to the point where the programmers uh, quit working. Well, you right? got to the like, point where the programmers know. assumed that no one could ever be good enough to get to this level. And you beat that, which is like, OK, so, so it was it was only 40 minutes. So one Tetris game lasting 40 minutes is insane because mine lasts like three minutes. It was 40 <laughs> minutes. It was one thousand. 511 lines. That's a lot of lines in Tetris, man. Like that's some craziness. I don't even understand. It's so, yeah. Move, so move wild. that decimal over two places. And that's roughly yeah. my, yeah, we can talk. Level yeah. Of, so there yeah, you, go. you you see the blocks. I don't know if you watch the video, but you see the blocks coming down and it's, I need to watch that. I haven't watched it. Hold on. Let me, let me turn this it's, video on. Is it, does it get really crazy toward the end? It's very fast. And the, the kid is beside himself when he does it. Oh when man. Locks up the game. Finally, 40 minutes in. He's like, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm just kind of scrolling through it really fast, man. This, he's keeping the blocks like super low the entire time. Like, it doesn't even get half screen. I mean, it's like wild. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> you and I work on half screens of Tetris full, and there, it's no, it's all the way at the bottom the whole time. Yeah. Okay. There it is. It's only near the end does it does it start building up some. So that's just crazy, man. It is wow. crazy. All right, good for that dude. All right, well, there you go. Tech wreck, tech wreck, time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky, tech wreck. All right, Sanjay, it's tech wreck time. What do you have for us this week? So uh, I teased it earlier. This is a tool that will help you figure out what you need to watch on TV and keep oh, track of all the stuff. So okay. I've been kind of thinking about this and, and uh, goofing around trying to figure out what the best service for this is. And I tried a bunch of them and they all point back to this one service. It's called Tract, T-R-A-K-T. Okay. It's T-R-Tract.tv. Yeah. Uh, and so you can go in here and there's a lot of other apps and I'm actually working on a, a playing with another app for mobile um, that hooks into this that might be a future tech rec. So I'm not going to tell you it right now until I'm happy with it. But um, basically you can go in here and put all the TV shows that you've watched, the ones that you're watching, all of those things. And they've got a calendar function that will let you know when new episodes are coming oh, out of nice. the shows that you want to watch. Yeah. Yes. So you can, you can kind of keep up with this. So Finally. here, Here's the um, very sad part. I'm going to pull up my dashboard um, on here. So I have added a bunch of shows that I've watched. Probably not, definitely not all the shows that I've ever watched. Sure. Um, and uh, what is it? I, th I felt like it's told me here somewhere. Uh, it doesn't tell you how many hours they all are. That's, does it? that's, that's just, that yeah. would be depressing. You don't want to know oh, that. There it that's, is. Not all, all, that's not a metric we need to know. All time. Oh wait, I can't get all time stats because you have to be VIP. You have yeah, to you don't upgrade, so. you don't want to know okay. that. Now it's is, this a, good is thing. this a free service or is this like a paid or what? What's the deal? So it's it's free. There is a VIP version that's paid that obviously gets you access to the stats. Um, I think it's uh yeah, it's thirty dollars okay. per year if you want to do the uh, the paid thing. I am not. Yeah. I'm just doing kind of the shows that I'm watching. I'm just sticking them all in there to keep track of them. Got it. Um, and then using the calendar function to know when I should be 
you know, ready to go watch uh, one of my episodes here. I'm watching the TV show Reacher right now. I don't know if yeah. you're watching that on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. yeah. So new episodes dropping tomorrow. Okay. Uh, January yep. 4th. So yeah, Thursday. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. So okay. um, I definitely still need to put a lot of my shows in here, but I think I very much appreciate um, the way that this works and the fact that they've got an open API that works across I'm other applications as okay. well. So Try it out. there you go. What do you have for us this fine day, Adam? I'm going to recommend the Hydrate Spark Water Bottle. So here's the deal. Uh, I oh, you you have, were talking to me about this before. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I have a bad habit of not drinking enough water. Uh, I tend to just like drink coffee and then like not really drink anything else the whole day. And so uh, this is a water bottle that actively tracks how much water I've consumed throughout the day. And it has an app and it's got a widget on my home screen that shows me how much water I've consumed. And then it also has like this like LED that flashes around the bottom of the bottle mm -hmm. to remind me if I haven't had much water within the last hour and or if I'm behind pace or whatever else. So right. uh, it's just a, an easy way to track my water consumption. And it, it, it has dramatically increased the amount of water that I'm drinking, like a, a drum, like, two to three times as much as, as I have historically had. So um, huh. it's been great. And you can even like uh, have friends on there and see how much water they're drinking and compete against them and set goals. And you can track other things like coffee intake if you want to and count that towards your goal or not towards your goal. And uh, it's it's just a great little, little device. And it's but, not terribly expensive. It's by not, the way, listeners, if you're watching the video, you could actually see the, uh, the thing, the thermos. Yeah. The thermos, yeah. right? The hydrate. Yeah. Spark yeah, that's a, it's a, a thermos. Bottle. Yeah, it's a thermos. Yeah, yeah it's, but thermos it is. is a brand name, right? So it's not a thermos. Oh, that's but true. Yeah, it, but it yeah. does. It, it, I'm looking at the the specs on this, uh, and it says it keeps your water or whatever it is 24 hours cold. Yeah, yeah, it does a great job. Yeah, so I mean, it keeps it keeps it cool. It, you can do warm stuff in warm liquids ah. in there as well. Um, it's been great, uh, and it's like you know you have to charge it. I don't know, once every like three to five days, something like that. Okay, so not, not I was going to ask that. Okay. Yeah, there's like a bad. little, there's like this little puck that you take out of the bottom and then just go charge it. And it's a, it's a, it, it does it based on weight. So it's okay. this little, little scale essentially that plugs into the bottom of it. And, uh, and that's it. It's, it's really simple. It works really great. So, yeah. so the one thing they're missing is a solid state cooling system in that's there. Correct. So yes. there you go. Yeah. So. No solid state cooling system yet, but I mean, it's obviously on the features list. So. Clearly going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me at sanjayparik.com. Um, actually, as of yesterday, I was actually working on a blog post, so it's probably going to take me a few days to, to write this up, but it's a deconstruction of Occasional Wraps, the gift wrapping company oh, that I tried to okay. start and failed at. Okay. Uh, and so the lessons learned from that. So stay tuned. Nice. That's coming soon. What oh, about you, Adam? That. Uh, check me out on my website, adamjwalker.com. I think I'm about to start writing a lot of content about how to make marketing more simple and effective. Um, so I think I'm going to probably start start that on Adam J. Walker. And then I've got, you know, I'll have a, a sub stack uh, that I'll link to as well. So, but uh, yeah, if you want, want some marketing tips and stuff, uh, I'll be creating a lot of that in the near future. What would be the opposite of sub stack? I always keep thinking about that. So sub. Sub stack. What's the opposite post, of sub stack? Sub stack. Post stack. Uh, let's see. Sub would, would be, be under, right? Yeah. Subs. Sub, so is it, was it like. Over stack? Is it, is it like, is it, but it, but it can't be stack, right? It'd have to be un, the opposite of stack. So is it like. Like overscatter? Is that what it is? It's like over it's overscatter. Yeah. Are you, are you, that's uh, that's the domain name we need. Overscatter. <laughs> Overscatter.com. <laughs> you know that's taken. I'm sure it's taken. I doubt it. I don't know, man. It seems like a really pretty random one.
嘟嘟。